a massive upset at Kyle Field. Your instant reaction on this Locked On Aggies podcast. You are Locked On Aggies. Your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome back. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Locked On Aggies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Joey Ikes. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And from the time the game started on Saturday afternoon at Kyle Field between the Texas A&M Aggies and the Appalachian State Mountaineers, it never felt like A&M found its footing on really either side of the ball against a team that they should have been far superior to on the field. The Aggies offense, once again, especially in the first half, had major trouble putting together any sort of sustainable offense. In fact, for the entire game, the Aggies were two for eight on third down. Two for eight, 25% on third down. They ran 38 total plays in the entire game. 38. Appalachian State ran the ball more than 38 times in the game. Appalachian State had 49 carries, including the kneel downs at the end of the game, 49 carries. Texas A&M ran 38 total plays of offense. Appalachian State came into the game with what wound up being an absolutely perfect game plan. It was like, and it came to fruition in that they didn't create big plays against A&M the way they did against North Carolina. There were not wide receivers running wide open all over the field against A&M like there was against North Carolina in week one. They knew coming into this game they weren't going to score 63 points or 61 points and beat A&M that way. They knew they had to come into the game and make this game as short as possible. And it absolutely worked to a T. From the very, very beginning of the game, Appalachian State came in, and they were going for it on fourth downs. you got to give head coach Sean Clark credit. He knew that in order for them to take down A&M, they had to play extremely aggressively from a decision-making standpoint. They couldn't settle for punts and field goals and hope to play a field position game and beat A&M. 
Appalachian State only averaged a little over three yards per play. 3.8 yards per play. Under four yards a play. Total. Nine for 19 on third downs. But then they turn around and on five of those ten third downs that they didn't get, they go for it. And one of those third downs was in the fourth quarter of the last couple of minutes when they were just kneeling down the ball. So they had 18, or yeah, they had 18 third down opportunities while the game was sort of being contested. And in those 18 times, they converted nine of them, 50%. And then after that, they proceeded to convert three of four of the nine of the nine extras on fourth down they ran 80 plays and only punted three times and tack on that the fact that they only committed four penalties they did absolutely everything that has to fall into place for a team like Appalachian State from the Sun Belt to beat a team like AM, the number six ranked team in the country coming in. And on top of them doing absolutely everything right, AM did absolutely everything wrong. Poor timing on penalties. Didn't take care of the football. They fumbled it and lost it twice. Had a couple of other balls hit the ground too, and they didn't take advantage when the ball hit the ground when App State had the ball. Everything that has to happen for this up for something like this to happen, for an upset to take place like this, played out almost according to script. Chase Bryce, the guy who threw for 350 yards on 40-something attempts or so last week and six touchdowns, was 15 of 29 for 134 yards and a touchdown. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Cameron Peoples averaged 5.7 yards a carry for App State, but that doesn't really reflect the way they ran most of the game because he had a 30-something yard run at the end of the game right after App State had essentially milked the clock. They basically ran for about three yards of play, but they were willing to go for it. They threw the ball in key situations and got some completions. No big place. 27-yard completion, a 15-yard completion, and that was really about it. No big plays. Five, six yards here, seven yards here, three yards. It's third down and five. Run the ball for three yards twice. First down. Let's do it again. And AM had absolutely no answer. We're going to talk about the quarterback position, which is a conversation that I believe we have to start having now. But first, we're going to talk a little bit more about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports information this season. Find all of the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week's games. Bet online 
is your continued source for all your sport wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. It is time to talk about Haynes King as the Aggies quarterback. It was not that long ago, 10 days or so ago now, that Haynes King was declared to be the starting quarterback for the Aggies. And I came to this very platform, to this very show, and said that it was a great decision because it gave you the opportunity to get really high-end quarterback play if he was able to settle down some of the inconsistencies that he had shown. And based on what Jimbo Fisher said in terms of who had been the most consistent in practice was going to win the job, my assumption was Haynes had done so. And then he comes out against Sam Houston State, throws two interceptions, misses a couple of other throws that probably should have been intercepted. And then he comes out against Appalachian State. And the game was absolutely, incredibly, way too big for Haynes King on Saturday. And when you... The interesting thing about the game today and the timing of it is immediately prior to AM's game starting, those of us who spend a lot of time watching college football got to watch Alabama play Texas. And if you didn't follow that game, Alabama wind up winning that game 20 to 19. Early in the game, Texas had all the momentum. Everything was going Texas's way. Alabama played incredibly sloppy. Nothing was going right. And then about midway through the third quarter, Bryce Young proved why he won the Heisman Trophy and why he's going to be a top three selection in the NFL draft next year. He was cool, he was calm, and he was collected. He used his legs to create space to make plays in the passing game. He made pinpoint target throws when he needed to. He was on time. He ran, had a big run for a couple of first downs right when Alabama needed it. And when the same situation came up for Haynes King, he couldn't answer the call against Appalachian State. And that's the call that that quarterback has to answer because he's going to have to answer it later in the year. He's going to have to answer it next week when Miami's in town. There's going to be a moment where the quarterback has to be the best player on the field. He's got to be in charge. He's got to be cool. He's got to be collected. He cannot panic, and he's got to be ready to go. And Haynes King was a deer in the headlights against the Appalachian State Mountaineers today. And that's not a slight against Appalachian State in the least. But from a talent standpoint, I don't think anybody would argue A&M had more talent on that football field today than Appalachian State did. And the difference in the game 
came down to the Appalachian State's quarterback's ability to execute when he needed to execute versus Haynes King's ability to execute when he needed to execute. And the thing is, when you look at it, I mean, he completes 13 of 20 passes for 97 yards, under five yards per attempt. That's just, I mean, it's pathetic. I mean, Evan Stewart had a nice day, five catches, 48 yards. You know, that's that's an okay day. I made a couple of big plays, or de- big timing plays, but then he's one of the guys who has one of the fumbles that they lose that Appalachian State winds up taking down the field for a touchdown and really costing them pretty big. There's just, at this point, the quarterback conversation has to happen because, yes, it's bad that AM lost to Appalachian State. But a non-conference loss doesn't really change anything. If AM turns around and has a good rest of the second half of the, or the rest of the year, they can still accomplish all of the things that they set out to accomplish at the beginning of the year. But something has to happen with the quarterback play, and it's got to happen in the next seven days. Because when Miami rolls into town, if you thought the Appalachian, the atmosphere against Appalachian State was nuts, wait till Miami rolls into town in prime time after college game day has been in College Station, and Kyle Field is rocking against Miami. If Appala- if a two thirty afternoon game against Appalachian State was too big. October the 8th against Alabama is going to eat your lunch. The quarterback conversation is has been so important since January. And it will continue to be until A&M figures out what they're going to do. I don't know what the answer is. I thought Haynes would give them the upside that they needed and that Max could give them a floor to protect against some of the some of the ups and downs that come with Haynes. But I think everybody felt like you could live through some ups and downs from Haynes in the early first couple of games of the year, let him settle in, and away you go, and still be okay. But at this point, yes, we're two games into the year. It's his fourth career start. It's his third career full game. But you have to have urgency in these college football seasons. Because it would be very easy at this point for AM to lose three of their next four or four of their next five and be staring at one and four or two and six midway through the year, all two-thirds of the way through the year, fighting for freaking bowl eligibility in a year that we thought that they were going to be making a run at the college football playoff. They have to figure out this quarterback situation because if Haynes King plays the way he did today for the next few weeks, they'll be out of it before conference play even starts. At this point... I don't know what to do because I don't think Max Johnson really provides the huge upside that you need to make the big plays. He doesn't give you the same 
he doesn't give you the opportunity to have the really, really high-end quarterback play. But the question is, how much is enough to give you the example that Haynes isn't that guy? And at what point do you run Connor Wigman out there and find out if he is as a true freshman? All those questions are going to be questions that Jimbo Fisher has to answer going in to the rest of the week or going into the rest of the year and into this Miami game next week. On the defensive side of the ball, I mean, I don't really even think that you can be that upset with the way the A&M defense played. Remember, App State ran 80-something plays, 80 plays, 75 of them if you take out the uh, 75, 77 plays if you take out the kneel downs and all that kind of stuff. And they only had 300 total yards in 80 plays. Got to clean up some penalties. Got to be able to be more consistent in the running game and make tackles. One of the hard things about this Apple State team is the way they ran the ball, Cameron Peoples, the running back who had 20 carries for 114 yards today, was just consistently getting two yards more than it looked like the play would get it. Aiden would have the play stacked up basically at the line of scrimmage, and by the time the pile gets up, Cameron Peoples gets up and they're spotting the ball, and it's second and seven instead of second and ten. And then he'd do it again on second down, and then he'd do it again on third down, and then it's fourth and one, and then he'd do it again on fourth down, and they're turning around and going to the next play. Another series. They, on the Aggies defense, they were down. I didn't really see McKinley Jackson playing very much. If he did play, Walter Nolan didn't play. He's got an injury to his foot. Um, Andre White didn't play. They were down some really important parts of that front seven. But part of what we've talked about for four months on this show is just how deep the Aggies are on the defensive front. And it didn't manifest itself in any way, shape, or form in this game against Appalachian State. When AM needed their defensive line to really stand up and make big plays, they gave them a couple of sacks, they made a couple of plays, but they weren't consistent enough, and maybe it was they weren't deep enough today because of the, the injuries that we talked about. Maybe it was the fact that Appalachian State ran 80 plays and that the offense couldn't really sustain any offense. And even when Appala- when even when AM did score, One of their touchdowns was a 95-yard kickoff return for a touchdown by Devon A-Chain, which is one of the best plays that you'll see all season. And it's aggravating that it comes in this loss in a game that it's going to get washed away under the frustration that App State was able to pull this off against A&M. And he also had a big 26-yard touchdown run earlier in the game, immediately following a 31-yard Haynes King scramble. So even on AM's scoring possessions, they didn't hold on to the football at all. AM had 10 first downs in the entire game. 10. Two for eight on third down. 
38 total plays. You can't win a football game that way. You have to be able to sustain offense. And they weren't able to do it, and it put their defense in a terrible position. And by the third and fourth quarters, when you needed those guys to make plays, when you needed those guys to come up big, they'd been on the field too much. It was 107 degrees on the field, and they couldn't do it. Unacceptable offensively from the Aggies. Tough day for the defense just because of, at times it felt like they were playing against App State's offense and their own offense. They're, the entire third quarter went by without AM running a single play in App State territory. One play, not even cross the 50 on a third down and then punt. Not a single offensive play in App State territory in the third quarter. It's completely unacceptable for a team with this much talent. They've got to get better, and they've got to get better really fast. Because Miami's coming to town next week, and Arkansas at Jerry World is no joke. And a couple of weeks later, Alabama's no joke either. And Mississippi State is going to score some points, even on AM. These next four games are going to get rough if AM does not get better on the offensive side of the ball. Completely unacceptable from that side of the ball today. And it starts with the quarterback. And as much as we love him, as much as we think he's the right guy, it comes back to Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo's the guy who makes the decision on the quarterback. Jimbo's the guy calling the plays on the offense. And none of it worked. They got to get better, and they got to get better fast. Guys, thanks for joining us. It's a frustrating day. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen on this frustrating Saturday. You can find me on Twitter, at Joey Ikes. You can follow the show on Twitter, at Locked On Aggies. You can follow us on YouTube. Please do that. Subscribe to the show on YouTube. We're going to try to get this thing to 1,000 subscribers before the Alabama game in a little under a month from now. You can find us on all your podcast platforms, wherever you listen to podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Apple, all those places. Give us a five-star review. Leave us a rating. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Hit the notification bell so you know when we post a new video. Not all the Saturdays will be like this one, but A&M earned our frustration in this one. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll see you on Monday.